Hi, I'm Jimmy Navio. Oh, it has been a crazy ass week, guys. Sorry about not streaming yesterday. Sorry about being late to the podcast, but I am back. Hopefully, uh, for the next few weeks, there's no more crazy interruptions, but uh, it's been a wild one. Uh, we don't have any new guests today, but we have some returning guests. My co-host James is with us today, and our good old friend Mashif. He's going to do a Sheaf's Beef for us, a live Sheaf's Beef. He's got some stuff to talk about. Um, James has a little bit of uh, an update on the whole Bless Online uh, debacle, fiasco. I don't know what you want to call it. So I'm going to bring them on right now. Uh, it's a good, it's, it's the old OG crew. Maybe we'll pull someone from the audience just for fun later. I don't know. It's probably not going to be a long one tonight. I literally just got back into town and shoved a burrito in my mouth right before we started. So a um, little less prepared today, but hopefully we got a few exciting things to talk about. Uh, number one most exciting thing to talk about is this right here. You got one more week to sign the fuck up and tell all your friends. So, a North Korea facilitating some treaty or something. All right. So, let's bring on our guests. I'm going to unmute them real quick and switch views, and we're going to have a little fun. Hello. Hi. Hey. Oh, I got to do this. Whoop. Ah, there we go. Now they can see you. Mmm. Mashif. And James, 28. So... James was like, yeah, we could talk about Bless. And I was like, why? What's wrong with Bless? Apparently, uh, many promises were made and few promises were delivered. So, James, why don't you uh, give us your, your experience while I fix Mashif's crop real quick? <laughs> I was going to say. All right. Well, but last podcast was when KittyCast was talking about Bless, and I was like, okay, sounds pretty interesting. I've been looking for a new game to grab my attention for a bit, and then just two days ago, I was watching, I was on Twitch when a lot of these larger streamers started playing Bless, and I was like, okay, there's a lot of big eyes on it. This looks like it's going to have a large audience. I'll give it a try. So I spend my 30 bucks... 30, 40? I think it was 40. So I spend my 40 bucks for the standard edition because it's not... They said it's not pay to win. You just pay one time fee and you get in, you play. So I play it. I put in 10 hours over the weekend and I had a, some fun. It wasn't bad. I like some of the mechanics, but going in blind, I guess, helped me to like it because apparently had I like looked in for stuff and got some outside information, I would have known that there were a lot of features that were hidden slash removed. For instance, in just two days, I almost hit the level cap of 45. When I refunded the game, I was already level 39. And apparently... Refunded? Does that mean you bought it twice because you liked it so much? or? Oh, no, no, no. I put in my 10 hours. And since I was on the fence and I was like, eh, this was when I learned about all the, the debacle and everything was when I refunded it. I'll, pretty much all of the late game content was non-existent like all the pvp all the leader ranking all the arena that didn't exist raids didn't exist so i was like well if that's not there and that's really what i was going to play for what was the point because steam decided if you purchased bless online any of the editions 
we will refund it for you. No matter what, no matter how much time you put in. Wow. So was that content in the Japanese version? Like, did they pull content out or was it stuff that's been promised for a while and never delivered or what? That is what everyone was saying that the, oh, that all the previous content, because people knew a lot of people knew like, this isn't a brand new art, like brand new MMO. It's already been in Japan and Russia for like a while now. All that content was there and it was pulled back in this version that we got. Huh. Maybe to get you to buy the expansion or unlock yeah, that, it. Yeah, that's the main rumor or... right now, Mashif. Yeah. yeah, I'm going to have to ask. Uh, I'm legitimately interested. I'm going to have to ask. Get, uh, get Kitty Cast in here. Yeah, we got we to gotta yeah. get a, a Kitty Cast reprieve. Maybe I can talk to him and come on next week and kind of talk about it. I don't know if he'll be honest and talk shit because technically he's like a North American representative for the game. Yeah. <laughs> so the, the video I put in your public chat was of an emissary for Bless, which means he's a representative for the game, who was crying over it. Because like literally crying? Literally crying. Oh, he did really like a, a really unhealthy amount of time, like sitting down and playing it, like super unhealthy, like 20 plus hours straight. What? Wow. Wow. And it's like, there was a, I put a little context. So it was after the first people reached max level and realized dozens of key endgame features that were available in other regions like Japan have been removed from the Western release to make for new content later on. Those issues combined with laggy, inconsistent servers that need to be restarted multiple times on the first day and other major issues like promised changes that never happened led ultimately to mass refunds and tremendously bad Steam reviews. And the dude that I put the video of is a strange religion who was on the hype for the game and yeah he he was crying in his video it was actually like really sad wow, wow he's like really upset mm-hmm. yeah i didn't have a chance to watch that yet um i'll watch it here in just a sec but i was gonna pull up he was just right here. the uh <laughs> james <what> the fuck? <laughs> yeah i'm trying to like mute my mic when i'm done talking so you don't hear that no 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 i was saying what the fuck oh that yeah don't worry about it <laughs> well, thanks, man. Huh. Sub into your own uh, podcast. Uh, let me. Uh, I'm gonna pull up the page for Bless Online so we can look at it again. Oops, it's not Bless Online's. That's uh... let's go to our media view here because I want to. Oh, that's not. Well, this is like a long. This is a lot of crying. Let me. Yeah, it, oh, it, it was quite a lot when I saw it. it. I was it's like, pretty bad. Let me go down here and look at these reviews. Yeah, everyone was super stoked for this shit. It could have been the future. <laughs> yeah, that was a big like uh, opinion people were saying was like cuz that dude in particular was saying like how from the content from like level 35 to like onwards felt like Stranglethorn Vale, like he had that much like feeling that it was so similar back to WoW and he loved it cuz it was like heavily PVP or something. Yeah just didn't turn out as it was supposed to yeah that's one thing that kitty cast emphasized multiple times was the pvp you know he was like he was saying how it's going to be like true pvp that like you can do duels sorry my cat is just fucking driving me <laughs> we were out of town for like three days and he's just like bitching at me play with me fuck but um yeah, I, I he specifically talked about all the different PvP modes, how you take your gear into PvP, all that stuff, and like 
So not, they just didn't deliver on any of that or what? Yeah, they just didn't deliver on a lot. I, I know the thing I was hearing about the most was like, like the true PvP stuff. It, it was basically, the PvP came down to tab to select an enemy and then just attack. Because apparently only one class had the new features that all of them were supposed to have. And that angered a lot of people because only the Berserker had access to like the more like actual like dodgy combat where you're like dodging stuff and moving around and the camera like followed more consistently and stuff like that. Yeah. Mm. I gotta figure out. So people are upset that an MMO is an MMO? (laughs) I would say it's that and then just like all the stuff that was like promised and then didn't come. Because I think the emissaries, like that one dude, they were told like a lot of stuff, like about what was gonna actually like be there, and then it just didn't happen. What about the? You have some experience with the pet system, right? I did. I liked it. I was excited for the pet system, but then it's like, what's the point of these pets if there's no end game content to like use them? Ah, uh, yeah, that's true. Like, why grind out all this stuff when there's no, re- there's nothing to use it on? Yeah, because I because when you first get introduced to the pet system, it's like, here's this item. See that rabbit? I mean, see that hamster thing? Use the item on it, and then it, it's like a short mini game where this bar pops up, and you have to like tap spacebar when it gets at the right point to tame it. So it gets harder depending on like the higher level like animals you're trying to tame. And it was just like, if you wanted to make a stronger animal, then you had to basically tame more of the same type. And then sacrifice them into that one that you like wanted to be stronger. Just kind of morbid because you're like sacrificing like hundreds of these hamsters in a one hamster <laughs> to get like the ultimate hamster. It's the same but, mechanic as Pokemon Go. Yeah, basically. But it was still fun to do, and it was it was cool to run around with like this pet that because you were going back to the main starting area like pretty often, like for quests. So it was cool to go back with like this animal that I found in like the level 30 zone and come back and like see people like notice like this animal following me around because you could tame like all these different types of animals. Yeah. I like this right here. This review just says rip bless online 2805 2018 to 3005 2018. Obviously using European dates, but it had a two-day run, according to this review. <laughs> yeah, I, I quickly jumped on the Steam charts to see what it looked like, and it was like... And then it went back up a bit, but not as high as it, like it was. I had a friend that drove two hours home so that way he could be there for the release, and then he got home, loaded it up, and they're like, oh, LOL, uh, launches tomorrow at 10. We can't handle the requests on the server. Uh man, I was so fucking excited. I'm really disappointed. Like I like this is literally the first I'm hearing of all this cuz I've been so busy this week. Like James kind of filled me in on it before sh- the stream started, but uh, I really wanted to play an MMO and I don't want to pay a monthly fee. So I was really hoping that this whole buy to play MMO like I'm just going to have to go play Guild Wars 2 or some shit like Elder Scrolls Online. Isn't that a monthly? No. No, it's just it's one. Not? No. Okay. You have it. It was in one of the Humble Bundles. I guess I should try it. And I already have it downloaded. I mean... Eh. 
it's okay. It's not. It's not wonderful. It's pretty. I want. I want. When's the last time there was like a revolutionary, just like breakthrough MMO? Like, why can't someone do something creative in that space? It's just too expensive, Jimmy. Come on, man. These. It's like if you have the money to do this, it's such a time sink, especially if it fails. Because just developing an MMO is too expensive. Because I know a lot of people are looking at the WoW Classic coming soon. I mean, you can like say that wow. it's expensive, but look at the the return on investment if you if it pays if off. If you do it right, yeah. Like yeah. look at this. Bless Online is a perfect example of how they fucked up a couple things, and all the time and money they put into it is going to be wasted. Well, I mean, I guess the, if you're playing it not in the U.S., maybe you're still enjoying it. But yeah, a lot of people are saying like that. This like release shows how hungry the U.S. is for a good new MMO. MMO. Yeah, because all these big streamers immediately jumped on it with the idea like this is gonna be the next big one. Like I'm going all in, and then it crashed and burned so hard, which is why <laughs> there's so much like controversy right now. Yeah. Everyone just went straight back to Fortnite. Jesus, man, I <sighs> yeah. So everyone's just gonna have to get VPNs to play good MMOs now, or what? <laughs> Dark Age of Camelot is still live. I mean, you can. You can play that if you want to. That's a good MMO. Uh, I'm finally at a stage in my life where I want to play one of these damn games and no one can seem to make one. And it's just like, well, go play WoW. Like, I'm seriously probably considering playing Vanilla WoW because I have a few friends who are like 100% going to jump into that when it comes out. The, uh, mm-hmm. the classic, yeah, like, classic WoW servers that they're going to bring out. Yeah, it's like a someone that never played WoW. It's exactly. like I see classic WoW and I'm like, that's when I could get in. Yeah, it's like scary, I've never played WoW. Great. Yeah. Sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off there, but uh, uh, no worries. but yeah, like that's probably it's sad that the the first MMO that I'm actually gonna get into and play legitimately is going to be the old like what when did that when did classic WoW come out? Oh, Twenty years ago, almost. Like 2002. Yeah. Yeah, and that's gonna be that's gonna be my game probably because nothing else seems to be able to fucking deliver. I had fun with Terra, but there was just too many little things about it that really irked me. I have a bunch of people in DLC that play uh, Final Fantasy fourteen too. Yes, Sucks. luck Sucks. charm always talking about it. But uh, I don't know. I see parts of that game and it looks really fun, and I see other parts of that game and I'm like, this looks dumb as fuck. I'm sorry. I'm gonna get a lot of hate from my DLC crew, but there's just like certain things. I'm like, this is this doesn't look fun to me at all. Well, the the scripted events aren't very good, and then it's just fetch quest ninety percent of the time with yeah Final Fantasy characters. But that, you... that's something I liked about Bless. There wasn't really like fetch quests. It was just go kill stuff and then just keep moving like along the map and do the story. I'm just gonna have to go back to playing Moo Legacy. I actually really enjoyed that game. Uh, I think that's what it was called. Moo? Moo Legend? Oh, Moo Legend. No, Moo Legacy, I think. Because they actually did have a system in Bless that I liked. Because when you grinded the same group of enemies, it would pop up a quest specifically for killing that group of enemies. So once you killed them like 40 times, you just got a massive amount of XP and like some bonus items just for doing that. So the grind didn't feel awful. This game right here, Gator Pete and I, one night, 
we installed this game because it was one of the ones we were considering to play as an MMO. Uh, it's called Moo Legend. And we played it. We ended up playing it for like, I think we were up till uh, like four in the morning playing this game. <laughs> It's like uh, isometric, kind of top-down. And that's one of the reasons I was excited about Bless is because, like, the aesthetics reminded me of Moo Legend. Is the Moo uh, Legend the one that looks like Diablo 2? Yeah, it's a very, like, top-down, isometric RPG style. Uh, I'm trying to find, like, a, a trailer or something. I don't want to watch someone's garbage review. Um, I wanted to see if I can find some gameplay. It's not on Steam, so it's a little harder to find content for it. Yeah, this is all just cinematic bullshit. You mean that's not gameplay? No. I, I wish the gameplay was like that. Like that, I'd be excited for. Uh, Moo Legend trailer. I should type in gameplay trailer. The fuck, man. All right, we're gonna find a trailer for this gameplay trailer. New Legend gameplay video. <laughs> this is Game Thailand. Sorry. So yeah, look, there you go. It's a very Diablo style, but it's an MMO, and it has a really like convenient teleport system. Uh, the leveling feels pretty good. Uh, it didn't feel too pay to win to me. It felt grindy, but I mean that's kind of what I'm looking for. So I don't know. I may I may just have to hit up Gator Pete and go back to playing Moo Legend because if Bless is gonna be a pile of shit, if you're disappointed in Bless, James, we should try Moo Legend sometime. We should both install. Maybe I will. Dude, I don't know. I don't like top-down systems, but since I don't have any other MMO I'm playing, I could give it a shot. We should. I think the largest party size is five, and I think that's why I, it's four or five. That's one of my other big beefs about MMOs. I want to be able to like just roll through the map with like 10 20 people but other than doing like instance maps and stuff like yeah you're not really zerging a bunch of bunnies in the in the opening yeah level one area i don't know but it'd be fun though oh download helper yeah, and that when you brought up the the teleport system that did bring up a cri criticism i had about bless there's so much walking oh really it, it was walking it was awful. Later. yeah yeah no moo legend like, like like, here's what happened. Okay. It's like, go to this quest 400 meters oh. away. I'm like, okay, there's probably a, like a quick way to get there. And it's like, no, you click auto run and it's going to auto walk you all the way there. And then someone's like, use your mount. And it's like, I can't use my mount. He's out of energy, so I can't use it. Wait, if your mount is out of energy, you just straight up can't use it? Your mounts have stamina. And you can buy food to feed them to increase their stamina, but as you ride them, they lose stamina. If and once it reaches zero, you can't use them. Fun. Okay. And then, like, when I had to go a really long distance, you could pay money to use like to use like a griffin or something to fly. But even then, it was still like a minute to two minutes of downtime, depending on if I needed to get like across the map. So what I would end up doing was like paid money to go to the next like main quest area and then i'd walk away go get water come back and i'm like oh okay i'm there yes one guy was saying to use the teleport system it costs like real money yeah it costs oh. if you wanted to teleport to 
not the end game like raids, but some of the smaller instant stuff, you had to pay the premium currency to teleport straight there. Otherwise, you had to walk your character physically to the location on the map. What the fuck, dude? No, thank you. Fuck that. That is gnarly. And then some of the like the lower level raid stuff, you could just solo it anyway. And then the gear wasn't that good anyway, so you just walked in, completed it, got the gear, and then moved on to the next one. Yeah. So it was a money. They basically made the U.S. version a giant ass fucking money grab, essentially. Is what it sounds like. Just money. Yeah. He's Rip all the content out. And real world money. Oh, your pet is out of energy. If you want to get there, you can pay some premium currency to teleport across the map. Like Bless online, more like mess online. Whoa! Experience surreal oh, gameplay. Ex- try to travel across the US in real time. <laughs> on a horse. Yeah, there you go. Exactly. <laughs> real world travel simulator. I would play that. Like, I'd be much more interested in that. You see some weird shit across the United States. So, uh, moving on to something else that I am actually still excited about, hopefully, is this game right here. It's called Moonlighter. You know me. This, this is right up my alley. Another, uh, let's see, is it a roguelike? It's a top-down roguelike. Oh, man, I can't imagine why you would Might want well have Dungeon crawler and management? Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, it's got, like, hints of... Uh, What's that farming shit that everybody plays? Stardew Valley. Yeah, that one. Uh, Farm simulator. It's got it's got hints of Stardew Valley in it, but it's also Harvest like a, dun- a dungeon crawler and stuff too. So it, it, I, I, a few of the big names have been streaming it, and I got a little excited about it. So I thought I would give it a quick mention. I have no idea. I haven't. It just came out. It just I think was released within the last day or two. Mm-hmm. It has a real cute aesthetic. Um, it, the inventory system seems very easy to use, uh, which is appealing to me. Uh, the dungeons seem well designed. The bosses and puzzles and stuff seem pretty interesting. So it's got a little bit of everything in it. Um, I'll probably I, this one's not going to be a day one purchase for me like Wizard of Legend. But I'm probably gonna keep an eye on it because I, I, a few people are streaming it and it looks really fun. It looks really interesting. Um, isn't this inspired by that one shop owning game? Shopkeep. Uh, possibly. I honestly don't know too much about this. It was completely off my radar until I saw a few people streaming it, and I really liked the animation and some of the. Uh, let me turn the volume up a little bit. The music seems all right. Wizard of Legend is probably, for me, the game that recently set the bar pretty high for roguelike music, in my opinion, because it's super easy to listen to, but it's also really good music. So, I don't know, but this looks this looks pretty sweet. I might uh, I might go for it. It's twenty though. Oh no! So if it were ten or fifteen, I might just buy it right out, but. I don't know. You got to watch. See, Wizard was right there in that sweet spot for me. 15 bucks. 15 is like, yeah, that's like two trips to Taco Bell. You know, that's 20. I feel like I could buy something with $20. <laughs> like the game. That $5, for whatever reason, does something to my brain. And I'm just like, meh. 
I'll wait two months until it's twenty five percent off. But it does look yeah. fun. It looks pretty cool. So that's one. If any, if any of you are interested in those types of games, to to take a gander at. What was that? Chad? Off topic. I'm looking at your who. Your Twitch news thing, and it looks like there is a ton of people joining that Gleam contest. There, yeah, man. Oh yeah, we we should plug that every once in a while. I need to get some yeah. other music playing. I plugged it at the wow. beginning, but uh, yeah, make sure everyone that you're typing uh, giveaway command. And go click that link. Uh, follow me. Follow James. Uh, check out my Discord. Check out his YouTube. And be entered to win. First prize is a $50 Amazon gift card. Second prize is a Steam gift card. Third, oh, Those are both $50. And third prize is a $10 or less Steam game of your choice. So it's a pretty big giveaway. There's $110 worth of prizes on the line. Uh, we're doing it to promote both of our channels and the the podcast. Actually, like you know, I, James is my trusty co-host, and I wanted to show him some love on his Twitch and his YouTube. He's starting to stream and create a little more content these days, and we wanted to make it make sure everyone knew what James is doing. So go yeah. go give him a sub and check out his videos. They're pretty funny. No, they're not. <laughs> no, they're not. <laughs> it's all a money grab. I promise. He's gonna make some burgers for you. I remember I uploaded a video. It was 10 minutes and 7 seconds of silence in the dark. And I titled it, This is purely for ad revenue. Don't watch it. <laughs> Did it work? People still watched it. <laughs> still better than Logan Paul. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's a, it's a refreshing break. What is, what's that? Isn't there that... Uh, what's that... Uh, that song by the famous composer and it's just like... A few minutes of silence. I forget the name of it, but oh yeah, I know what you're talking about. Oh, yeah, but yeah, 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 me too. Sebastian Box, but I hear. Yeah, and speaking I'm... of games, I haven't been disappointed. And Raft, you might remember, dude. Everyone's it. played that shit. I would like all the big streamers are playing that. Yeah, you might have remember we saw it on an, on an earlier podcast where I said I can guess the tags. Early access survival crafting multiplayer. <laughs> yeah. And then we laughed at it. And then I got to playing it after seeing a different person play it on stream. And I was like, this actually looks like a lot of fun. Yeah, so it did it. look like fun from the streams I watched. It, it's a lot of fun. Like, it, the concept seems so mundane and simple, but then you actually play with the mechanics. And then it, it's really engrossing because it's like to collect items, it's like, it's like a hook mini game you're trying to like defend your raft because the shark keeps like biting pieces off of it you're managing your like hunger and like your water because you're on a raft like you don't have a lot of food and there's like never any downtime because you're always basically dying yeah <laughs> like you're either having to eat or there's always something to do constantly yeah, there, there's always something going wrong. Like as I was ex- describing it to my friend Felicia, it was, it was I re- I saw it was starving, so I tried to catch a fish. I cooked the fish, and then as I fended off a shark, a seagull swooped down, took my fish away. So now I was starving, and then I, in that time I was also thirsty. At which point, a second shark started attacking my raft. See, okay, here's my idea. Here's my mi- my million dollar idea right now 
You take some of the mechanics. So one of the things that everyone complained about with Sea of Thieves was the lack of mechanics in that game. So you take some of the best mechanics from Raft, you put them in Sea of Thieves, and you make it an MMO where you can have like 15 of your friends on a boat. So one dude's on shark duty, one dude's on... Like, just make... Combine Raft and Sea of Thieves and make it an MMO, and that shit would be the most amazing game in modern times. There you go. You're welcome. It's funny you compared it to Sea of Thieves because I was watching the NLSS earlier and they played it and Northern Lion made that exact same comparison and he was like, which I hate because I paid full price for Sea of Thieves. <laughs> uh, well, and and, and this has more mechanics than Sea of Thieves. Like Sea of Thieves, like if you, like everyone I know that played it, like once they had the the unique experiences of the whole sea part and uh, just like okay cool we found this island with this thing we got to do kill the waves of zombies now we unlock the magic cave that has a treasure in it oh the treasure's on the boat someone's attacking us because we got treasure on our boat like that there's like a handful of experiences you can have and that's it like there's no end game there's no and people are saying oh it's like minecraft you have to create your own experiences but it doesn't have nearly the amount of stuff or mechanics that Minecraft has. So once you have that set of experiences, like what else is, you know, you just keep doing the same thing over and over, essentially. So I would love to see Sea of Thieves with a lot more depth, a lot more mechanics, like just literally steal a bunch of the shit from Raft and put it in Sea of Thieves and don't make it instant servers. Like that's the other thing that bugged me about Sea of Thieves is there's only like three or four other people or groups in the same server. like. They're not. They're not true MMO servers. There's only a handful. Yeah, it was only like twenty players, like per server. Right. So you were you were if, alone. If the they whole were time. All, Yeah, like if they were grouped, it meant there were only five like big boats, and if they weren't grouped, it just You're meant everyone was like riding around on a sloop alone. Yeah, and so uh, the only way you ever really know where anyone is is if one of those like instanced events with the big skull and the island with waves of monsters. And then what people do is they just wait for someone else to finish the event, and then they go steal all their shit off their boat. Like, <laughs> like I that I saw that happen over and over again. It's just like, okay, I'm not. I yeah. don't. Need, I don't need to buy this now because I saw all the content. Like, <laughs> yeah, that, that's what I saw. That was funny. Where it was like. As like as like playing it, you were better off not doing like the like the the island raid right, stuff, right? Because if you go because if you go on on a boat with nothing on it, all you can do is gain. Yep. Yeah, you just wait for someone else to do the content and steal their shit, and that's what a lot of people did. <laughs> and like the only end game at this point is to be like on the leaderboard. Is like like there's like a level that you have as like a. No one really cares about that shit. Well, yeah, everyone tried to make a big deal about the first guy who got like the top pirate level or whatever, and it was just like, yeah, like pirate legend. But he just had a bunch of friends. Like they they would just go in a server, farm the content, and then go to another server, farm the content. Like they basically just did what. La- anytime you have a ladder, the same thing happens. Like if you go to the Diablo ladders, it's either bots or it's like the same four guys who all just like farm each other to the top of the the rankings, and it's just like. Okay, cool, but I want to actually play the game. I, I I don't really care about leaderboards. Like, give me more content, and they promise more content in Sea of Thieves. So it's that one's gonna of- that one's gonna be a wait and see for me. I really want them to add more mechanics and more instanced events and open up the servers a little bit. Like 10, 10, 20 people is not enough for it to feel like a real like 
see swashbuckling. There need to be like cities full of people. I want, I want Tortuga, man. I, I want to go to like, just like show up on an island full of people drinking and dancing and partying and stuff. At the very least, let actual piracy happen. Because at most, it's just PvP and then like, and then your group just basically treasure hunting. Yeah. yeah. Like attacking like NPCs and like stealing their stuff. Yeah, maybe some more NPC stuff. I don't know. Yeah. I want to play it. It looks a lot. It looks really fun. The mechanics look solid. The water physics look amazing. I got to say, I was watching a lot of people play it. Some people were getting seasickness because the waves get you like that. Like even me playing it and like when the waves got started getting rough, I was like, whew, I'm starting to feel kind of nauseated here just because the, the camera's like panning the exact same way as it would on a boat. Yeah. Just because I'm so engrossed. It's not like I'm paying attention that I'm like sitting in a computer, like sitting at my computer. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it would be cool, but it would probably make it even worse. What you just explained would be Sea of Thieves VR. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder how many people would just throw up all over their computer. But I really like the. I don't know. It's just it's just lacking. It's lacking, yeah. It's fun. It's just not quite there. Oh wait, wait. Polygon says the funnest game they've ever played. Whoa! Like it looks beautiful. I like the aesthetic. It is very pretty. Um, but that being said, like there's been other pirate games. That's what always bugs me. Is like someone comes out with another game in a genre. They do some things new, but it's like. You know what works. Like, what was the uh, the Assassin's Creed game with like the pirate, the with the one that was uh, black what, something on black sails or something like that? Now that was a good pirate MMO, and all it was was just Pirates of the Caribbean as an MMO. I I had a ton of friends who played the shit out of that game and really enjoyed it. It, it. was fun. You could get on a boat with your friends and attack other people and there were npcs with loot right it wasn't an mmo but my favorite pirate game is sid meyer's pirates yeah that's a great fucking game yeah so i mean i don't know i some of it's forgivable but like i feel like there's been enough pirate games to know what people want from a pirate game and like it just needs more so for now it's dead in other news, did you hear what Weezer finally did? No. Anyone follow Weezer? Oh, yeah. Hold on. I got my Weezer. Weezer. Uh, I feel like I should know this name. My Google alerts for Weezer is on. Hold on. Let me go check it. Yeah. So there has been a concerted effort for a very long time now to get them to cover the song Africa by Toto. Okay. Uh, I did hear about this. Really and... So what they did is so here's here's the original tweet I think oh this is the one that he put out in response but there was there's a Weezer uh, Weezer Africa Twitter channel it's been around for a, quite a while and people for whatever reason they've been I don't know the origin of it but they've been it, it's I think it was like a kid it was like a I think it says here let's see a Cleveland 14 year old named Mary. Sparked an unrelated Twitter. 
Oh, unrelenting Twitter campaign and eventually got her wish. So this 14-year-old starts a Twitter account with the sole purpose of getting Weezer to cover the song Africa by Toto. Last week, Weezer released a cover of Rosanna, which is Toto's like second biggest hit. Rosanna, Rosanna, that one. And everyone was like, oh, shit, they're trolling. And then this week they came out with Africa. And it's actually like a really, really good cover. And it's already on like local uh, radio stations. I heard it on uh, when I was uh, in our hometown, Mr. Uh, Mashif. It was on. Uh, uh, I dare the, you to say the station name. The home of the real Bruce Wayne. Oh. 102.7? <laughs> <laughs> so I won't play the whole thing, but it's actually a really good cover. Nobody expects the copyright submission. It's pretty good, but I think even I, – I honestly personally like the other one better. I think Rosanna's a better song personally. I've never been a huge fan of Africa. So when they covered Rosanna, I was actually – plus their drummer like fucking kills it because it's, it's not like, an easy drum beat to play. I understood that Africa is a good song, but I have only ever heard it in the – in the. I've only ever heard it and it, been introduced to it because of memes. Right, Exactly. So it, it's cool that uh, Weezer's giving it like, do like they're 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 respecting you know the original. They didn't they didn't meme on it too hard. They just did a really solid cover with their own touch on it. But Rosanna, this is the one I was even more excited about. Nobody expects the <laughs> meme it all you want, but that's just good fucking music. And Weezer killed the covers, honestly. So I, I was pretty excited about. It. I thought it was hilarious that they they came out with Rosanna first, like no, it can, and everyone is all disappointed. They're like, "Oh man, they're not gonna do it." And then like a couple days later, they came out with the uh, <laughs> the Africa cover, and it's already it's already getting radio play. So I thought that was pretty funny. Little side note: I know we we're talking about game shit, but that that came up in my news feed, and I and I was I was excited about it. So in other news, I still haven't beat Wizard of Wizard of Legend yet. I have not completed a run yet. I feel like a failure. I've been too busy. I'm gonna grind that out this week probably. I did I put in some time off stream, but I've almost bought it like three times. I have fourteen dollars in my Steam wallet and I just can't pull the trigger. Do it. It's so good. It's so replayable. There's no online multiplayer. Uh, there isn't. I know. <laughs> it's quite I know. a shame, actually. So Actually, talking about all these games that have popped up lately, uh, like on Steam and on Twitch and stuff, I did kind of want to like get your guys' opinion and chat too. Um, what do you guys think about the power that these massive streamers have when it comes to... Basically, I feel like these days now, a streamer can pretty much... I'm going to switch views... A streamer can pretty much make or break any random fucking game, and they and they can control like the whole ecosystem. And I had, I, and I'm not sure how I feel about it because like uh, a few recent examples, like the one that stands out to me the most recently was the Home Flipper. Yeah, the game where you flip houses, House Flipper. That how one. can you not see the appeal, Jimmy? Come on, like some big ass streamers played that game. And yes, it was entertaining, and yes, it was fun, but then 
everyone, when they turn off their stream, those 10,000 or whatever fucking people that are watching that one streamer, they all go to the smaller channels and they start spamming, you should play House Flipper. It's just like, <laughs> hey, you should ch- check out this game, House Flipper. Uh, Gen- General Baru just played House Flipper. You should check it out. And it's just like, I, I mean, I guess it's good for the developers and everything, and it's promoting games that may not have otherwise gotten a lot of attention. But to me, it feels like, I don't know, a lot like Raft is a good example of one that probably is a good thing. Like two or three major, like Soda Pop and played it. Uh, uh, they were playing it on NLSS. It got, it got coverage, and from what James says, it's a fun, engaging game. I heard it's a little like uh, it didn't take that long to beat. Did you beat it? Supposedly uh, you can beat it. I haven't. Okay. I I get pretty good at these survival crafting games, but usually I hit a point where I'm like, well, this was fun, and then I never touch it. <laughs> yeah. But it's usually because like I, a lot of the fun I have in those games is the is the learning, and it's like the. I, I enjoy the journey of the game, learning like what everything does, what the new items you craft are, like what the, like all the stuff you discover. And then at at some point, even if I'm not done with the game, I'm so like, well, that was fun and refreshing, and then I just never touch it. Yeah, you get your fill, and you don't feel the need to grind it out anymore. I think that happens to me too. There's a point in the grind where I where I literally just like I. There, this happens. This happened with me. The worst culprit of this is The Sims, but it happens with most of these type of survival crafting games, where I it'll just click in my brain, and I'll say, my my brain just tells me, "Hey, this is work." Like it stops being a game, and it stops being fun and about discovery. And there's a point where it's like, "This is work now." Like you're you you've done you know all the mechanics and now you just have to optimize them. You're officially working and you're not playing a game anymore. Like all the Sims games, I get to a point where I'm like, why am I so concerned about this bitch going to work every day? <laughs> like I like this is now work and I don't want to do it anymore. You know, like and I just I maybe and questionable ginger could be right. I'm probably playing those games wrong because I try and optimize the shit out of them to play them like optimally rather than just having fun. Eventually I get to the point where I'm like, all right, I gotta, I gotta manage this and do that and go do that and do this. And like, and eventually it just, it's exhausting. And I'm like, I'm not enjoying this anymore. I don't know. Am I alone? Am I, am I the only one? Is that a thing? I don't think you're the only one. I think everyone kind of plays it like that. And you know what I noticed is I think guys play it that way and then girls play it a different way. Because I play The Sims way differently than Ginger does. Like, I'll do what you do. You know, you try and like, oh, I'm going to make this guy an astronaut and he's going to be the fucking greatest. And she's just like, look, I can make these two people fight. (laughs) (laughs) And she has a lot more fun. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, it, it's All like when I watch my girlfriend play The Sims, and she's just like, "Yeah, that one's you, that one's me, that's Monica, that's Jagged." Like she makes all of her friends, and she's like, "Now watch as I ruin their lives." And I'm like, "Wait, huh? <laughs> what? <laughs> Hold on, something just something just diverged here that I don't quite understand." <laughs> yeah, may, maybe I should just take a more like a less optimization like i i try and min max the shit out of everything i'm always trying to like optimize and get the most out of 
every run, you know, and it's just maybe that I, I need to be a little more creative. I lack creativity, and this is something I've known my entire life. That's why. <laughs> <laughs> that's why I don't paint pictures. I'm like one of the only members of DLC who has no artistic talent whatsoever. I feel like everyone on DLC is like super, like oh. talented when it comes to like all of them can paint and draw. I think, and... I think we need to have a Jimmy Navio creative stream. No, that's yeah. a, like I will literally draw stick figures. And... That sounds dope. <laughs> I'll write have you a you program. Casually explained. All those videos are stick figures. Yeah. yeah. That, I, I can talk. I can talk all day, and I can write code and fix shit. But like, he's at you, least a multi-thousandaire. You, you ask me. I can't close my eyes and picture a pink elephant. Like, I see nothing. I, I cannot visualize things. Like, I've I, literally, I can't. Visual, I don't dream. I, I can't remember the last time I woke up and remembered a dream that I had. Like, my brain just doesn't work that way at all. So, mad props to anyone who has that creative bone in their body. And I think that probably has something to do with why I couldn't play Minecraft. I played Passport out once and I drew dicks. Like, that's the extent of my creativity. But I envy people. Like, I, I see people who put, like, hundreds of thousands of hours into Minecraft and build an entire metropolis. And I'm just like, dude, I played that game for, like, ten hours and I built a little dirt mound and killed a couple cows and I was done playing the game. <laughs> like It's like, okay, cool. I think that's why I've never played uh, that farming one that I can't remember the name of tonight. Stardew Valley. That one, Stardew Valley. You played it on a shotgun. Yup. Yeah, and I never played it again. It's fun as fuck. It is. You just have to have some time. Yeah. So since we did kind of, you know, go on a tangent, and so yeah, like, bring like, Minecraft is a good example of that because it was this small title, and then a lot of these YouTubers jumped on it, and it blew up, and now it's why Marcus Pearson is like the most, like one of the richest guys of of this day, which is awesome, and I'm glad that. YouTubers and these big Twitch personalities are able to expose some of that content. But at the same time, sometimes it's a bit frustrating only because it gets disseminated down to everyone else. Like I get I get DMs from people all the time telling me to play shit. Like you should play House Flipper. I'm just like, "No, I'm not going to play that game. Like I'm never going to play that game probably." Like Sorry, but that guy played it. Would you play House Flipper if it had a roguelike mechanic? Well, it does it not? Are is are the houses not random? I don't know. You should just play House Flipper right now, and I should eat my words. Let's do it. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Should you like a House Flipper speed run? You could, Jimmy. You might have fun if you gave yourself that kind of challenge. What's that car one? Oh, car mechanic? Is it mechanic? There's a jalopy, and then there's my summer car. No, car mechanic simulator. That's that's the one I was thinking of. I want to play that. That one actually looks pretty legit. Like, it looks pretty uh, in-depth. Like, I feel like you could actually learn some shit from this game. 
You're all into those sims. What's your favorite sim machine? Uh, American Truck Simulator. Is it really that good? It's it's not, but it, it is. It's there's something special about driving across the U.S. Just a man in his truck. I need you to try your best right now to explain to me why the fuck that game has so much appeal. Because there's people who stream that and have hundreds of people that watch a dude oh, yeah. virtually drive a truck around. Yeah, no, it's it's it's. I think it's the freedom of the open road or like the dream of that. You know, like I'm gonna go be my own boss. I'm gonna haul, motherfucker. Like, I think it's a little bit of that. There is some stuff, and surprisingly, it's fucking super hard to back the goddamn trailers up. I think that that's a little bit of the appeal. So, like, if someone's just a mad boss at backing up trucks, it just immediately garners a certain level of respect yeah at least a little mini chub going on mini chub <laughs> nice um, I don't know I like sim games sim games are fun they, they, they allow you to do something that you couldn't do you know that or like uh, take flight simulator like Microsoft flight simulator for example like that's a great game that has no no anything there's no point but you can take it as seriously as you want. Like you can grab a, a flight chart, and plot a map, and like do all, everything that you would normally do to fly a plane in that game. Or you can get on and you know go yell at people in online lobbies and fly around in hot air balloons and run into people. Yeah. All right. Cool. Maybe I need to get into more simulators. You know what I used to be super into that I'm I'm not so much. I I still really like them, but when I started streaming, I haven't played them as much. But my dad used to play them all the time, and I'm actually really good at them. Maybe I should stream sometime. Is pinball games? Pinball's great, dude. I own like like pinball FX3 or whatever, and like mm-hmm. I own I own like. 30 tables or something. <laughs> I, I used to play a pinball a lot. Yeah. I had this game made by pinball Sierra. Just good. Uh, Sierra made this pinball game back in the day. Uh, I forget what it was called. I need to find it. I think I might own a physical copy still. Space Cadet all day. Space Cadet. <laughs> Dude, I used like virtual pinball games. I was this close to building, like buying a. 40 inch screen and building it into a wood cabinet vertically and creating my own like pinball like virtual pinball machine i still might do it like that's one of my dreams is to build my own virtual pinball machine it might happen but that's a genre that uh i thought you didn't have dreams i don't have dreams in my sleep (laughs) i have aspirations they're not Uh, dreams because he goes on fulfills them yeah it's just they're Dreams are, or goals are dreams with a deadline, asshole. <laughs> Sounds like work. <laughs> so, uh, back to media view, because I was just browsing Steam and I realized there are some insane fucking sales going on right now. Dragon Ball Z's on sale. I think that's the first time Fighter Z's been on sale for that much. It's 30% off. That's a great fighting game. I watched uh, Battle Athlete play that quite a bit. Okami is on sale, 40% off. Uh, this one right here. This is a must-buy right here. 85% off for Sleeping Dogs. If you ever felt like you played GTA 5 and there was just something missing from GTA 5, buy fucking Sleeping Dogs and play that shit. 
I yeah. play I played the entire campaign on stream. It's one of the few games that I've actually played beginning to end on stream because I had a blast with that game. I still want to go back and finish all the side quests. That is worth every penny of four dollars and fifty cents. Pork bun is a thing. You need to go get yourself some pork buns and play that game. Four fifty, there is no excuse for you. That's that's so many hours of content, and it's a blast to play. Stream that shit, play it do the side missions and it's the definitive edition so it has all the special events like the gold events that are like really hard to beat that i got real salty one night doing that butcher knife fucking gold event i, I literally played it for like six hours <laughs> until i be I, like i just grinded it because i was so mad that i couldn't beat it so there it it's it's hours and hours of good content good writing the voice acting is pretty solid it's a fun game a lot of people might argue that the the fighting and the car mechanics and some of the gunplay and stuff, the cover system is better. It, it it rivals GTA. Let's just put it that way. So check it out. Uh, Blaze Blues on sale. It goes on sale pretty often though. That's not. Ooh, Kerbal's fifty percent off. Dude, there's so many good sales. It's not even like a summer sale or anything. Not yet. Does anyone so, know? This is like the preemptive. This is yeah. so. Is Staxel like a voxel farm? It looks yeah. Like, okay. Yes, you basically explain the entire game. Early access sandbox simulator multiplayer. <laughs> there it is. No thanks. <laughs> there, there it is. Early access. Uh, Vietnam. Insurgency. Yeah, dude. Holy cow. There's some deals. I might pick up Okami. That game, I've never played it, and it's always looked really interesting. Have you it ever, has you... a beautiful aesthetic. Yeah, the I've... art in it is amazing. How's the? Uh, how does it feel? Have you played? I it? haven't played it. Oh I no, just okay. It. Yeah, and no. The, when the I watched, it was a great sight to behold. The aesthetic is insane. I agree. Okay, there is a lot. Remember last week when we were talking about the, the controversy and all the the stuff about the sexual content on Steam? Yes. There's a bunch of that shit on sale right now. Oh, really? Did you go to, uh, like, see more on the sales? Yeah, you do browse all, and the, the top ones are, like, honeypop crap. Mine doesn't have that. What are you browsing? <laughs> it's just a recommended tab. I don't know. <laughs> Look, if we let Steam go after the Honey Pops, then they're going to go after the Sakura Spirits, and before we know it, they're going after every visual novel game. Yeah. It's a slippery fucking slope. There's a, there's a game on Steam. Sexy slope. There's an upcoming <laughs> game on Steam called Bitcoin Trading Master Simulator. Yes. Now, that, how's that not already a thing? Upcoming is and such it's an a early access. Like we talked about before, upcoming is such a weird category because there is no sorting whatsoever. Like some of the shit that shows up in upcoming, I'm just like, how is this? I remember when Steam used to be games that you had heard of. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I haven't heard. I that's a good point. I have not heard of a single one of these games. Here's one. See, and it, oh, it's, it's weird too. Got, oh, go machine. Oh, I found a great one right here. My name is Mayo. It's a sim game about opening a can of mayonnaise. That one's gonna go viral. Why? Let's sixty nine cents. It's possible. Let's make this go viral. 
I feel oh, like I've seen weird. that can of mayonnaise. Uh, why are there skins? This mayo has a a grenade with a hat and a and a and a chain and a piece of cheese on it. What the fuck? Uh, I don't know. I feel like it's too meta to really go viral. Yeah, you're probably right. Because when you're the first to the genre and you pull it off right, then you go viral like I Am Bread. Yeah. Or uh, the goat one. Yeah, Goat, goat Simulator. Simulator. That's a great game, though. Unrelated, though, the house payment will be late. What? <laughs> <laughs> How much did you buy? <laughs> oh, that is not the type of game I like to play. Anyway, I don't know. It's weird. I think I feel like things are in a weird place. Especially, did anyone even follow E three? Anyone have it? Was did anything like mind blowing or exciting come out of E three yet? Uh, no. The, the most recent stuff I've seen that has been exciting that people are waiting for E three for more news is the Let's Go Pikachu and Eevee. Ooh, yes. And the new Fallout 76. Which I've been telling everyone the new Fallout 69 because they they <laughs> misremember it and they start to think that's what it is. And I find it really funny when they start telling other people that that's the new game. Um, I bet if you Googled Fallout 69, you'll get, you'll get a couple hits. Fallout Rule 43? 34? 42. I'm old. Don't pay attention to me. There was one thing I was going to... James, what was the other thing I was going to fucking talk to you about? Do you remember? I think uh, I mentioned it before. We were talking about social influencers before we, we came to this topic. We were. So I have mixed feelings about it. That was my point. But I don't know if you guys have <laughs> any words on that. I mean... Uh, yeah. As someone that does get keys from from these game companies trying to sell their games it kind of makes sense like I don't shill these games because they don't give me money and I don't ask for it I go yeah. purely off of ad revenue but it is since I do have a level of views that I can almost guarantee like per video I can't guarantee sales of anything I can just guarantee eyes on it eyes right yeah, I guess that's what it comes down to. Because I, I don't a good I don't care. I mean, the the thing about having like an influencer or something like that, or paying someone to play a game, fine as long as the the viewership will only put up with so much of it, you know. So as long as they're willing to to watch, then it's it's okay. Yeah, like a, a good example of it for a game that I wouldn't have known about until an influencer told me. Like months ago, like, let's see, how far was this? This was my freshman year of college, so almost two years ago. I, I was watching Total Biscuit, and he showed me this little game called Minion Masters. And now here I am, oh, two shit. years ago, still playing it. Oh, I guess that's... It works for the good, it works for the bad, but generally it's okay. Why'd you have to make, say, Total Biscuit? I know. I, uh, in my head, I was like, <sighs> one game that he introduced me to was uh, Space Marine. Like, I they, that's one of my favorite all time. Like, if you've never seen it, go watch Total Biscuits review of Space Marine. 
I've never seen someone that happy to play a video game in my life, and it's it's a great homage to him. Uh, that was the first video I ever saw from him, and I was like, "All right, this dude's awesome." Like, it, look it up. Just look up Total Biscuit Space Marine. What the fuck? And uh, he told me to buy No Man's Sky, and I'm still mad about it. <laughs> I bought a PlayStation Four just for No Man's Sky. I, I heard it got way better though, and they're I adding mul- they're adding multiplayer. I refuse. Come Fuck on, Rashif. No, nope. nope. yeah, they're they're adding free DLC. But what 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 gets me the most is that they said we're adding multiplayer, which means they lied to me at the beginning. Yep. And they said multiplayer is going to be there. Yep. They finally they went out and said we lied. It wasn't there. Yeah. No, I guess I guess I'll have to. I mean. I, a lot of it just comes down to the community because there's some communities that are definitely better than others. Like some of them have a reputation for being kind of toxic and kind of annoying. Uh, like uh, like Crips community at times can be kind of like you know he'll he'll review a game and then they'll just like show up and shit on the whole like game and the community and then they'll like. So I guess it, it goes both ways. Oh yeah, I remember they flooded everyone that was streaming Minion Masters at the time and just shouting free to or play to win, play to win. Yeah. So I get I get why they exist and why they have to do what they do and why people are interested in it, but I some of the some of the uh fallout from big streamers playing games that no one would otherwise care about like I can do without it. But that being said, I have to agree with James. I would have had no idea that Moonlighter existed if there weren't people streaming it. I, you, got, you got influenced. I did. I got influenced. God damn it. <laughs> I'm just another cog in the machine. Yep. Pay up. Yeah, it, it's a slippery slope because there's some people where they look to these influencers as purely... I respect their opinion, so I want to see what they say about something before I like decide if I want to buy it myself. Right. And then there's the people that blindly follow everything that person does, like a sheep. And then yeah. that's when it goes to like that whole different extreme. Because it's like a what was it? Dead by Daylight on release. It was really bad. But if you were a streamer playing with your other streamer friends and you're all having a great time because you're all entertainers, you know how to like have fun. It makes it, it, it puts the game in like a better light than it probably was. Right. Because yeah, now and, it's and so you're fun. You're kind of game, referring but... to like NLSS, right? Like the way that they all kind of get together and play a game and yeah. a podcast while they're doing it. All of it. Mm-hmm. I, I, I definitely, I love it. I found out about that because of Cobalt Streak, because he's a guest on there every once in a while. Mm-hmm. Um, it was actually funny. Like years ago, I was I would watch Rockley smile, and I completely forgot he existed until I started watching the NLSS again. And I was right. like, "You exist." Uh, <laughs> for anyone who doesn't know, just go on Twitch and search for uh, Northern Lion, or and you, they actually have a website with their schedule on it. It's NLSS dot. I don't know. You can Google it. Careful, but, Jimmy. They're streaming right now. Everyone's gonna leave. No, go. Honestly, go watch them because like it's re- for the better entertainers. Jimmy. I and I've <laughs> talked to James and Mashif and some people about doing 
some episodes like that. If there's a game that we all decided on that we want to try out and play together and kind of go through it together and whatever, uh, I might steal their format. You know, who cares? I'll say it right now. It's a, it's a great format. <laughs> like, yeah, so, my, my favorite part of the format is how Nick himself is like, what was it? No, wasn't it? It might have been. It might have been NL. Who was like the reason each segment is only an hour is so that each time I tell these people to buy a game, they have an, they still have an hour to refund it. There you go. Um, so the only oh the other thing I remember what it was. Uh, I have never played a Dark Souls game ever. Should I start with the remaster? No. Why? Because pretty much like I was watching who was it? I was watching Gator Pete this morning. The Gator Gator gets me. So we were essentially it's Dark Souls remastered and they didn't fix anything else. They just made it look better? They just made it look better. They didn't like upgrade the engine or mechanics no. or anything? So you can only roll in four directions. So basically all the stuff people didn't like about the original Dark Souls is still there. It just looks better. You're making okay. me want to play this. So I, so I should just play Dark Souls 3? Pretty much. But Steam sale, so if you could get Dark Souls 1 or 2 for like the original one for like 5 bucks, that's when I would say go ahead and buy it. Dark Souls 3 is pretty amazing. No, I've, I watched some parts of it on stream and it was amazing. I, oh. <laughs> I'm what? in the sale and I typed Dark Souls Remastered. Everything came up. But I'm in the sale, so it came up with Chronicles of a Dark Lord Tides of Fate Remastered. Now that sounds like a good game. Some yeah. JRPG maker game. <laughs> oh, and it's age-restricted too. This has got to be awesome. So Gator Pete, now that you're here, um, James dropped some sad truth bombs on us. Apparently Bless Online... The U.S. version is a giant pile of dog shit, and everyone who bought it has pretty much agreed that uh, you should refund it until they fix it. So, that being said, we're not playing Bless Online, but that also being said, James has agreed potentially to play Moo Legend with us, so we might be playing some more Moo Legend. I never agreed to that. Lies! <laughs> <laughs> I didn't flat out agree. I said I would consider it. He's like, I might consider downloading it. You always, always got to have a way out. You no, know, maybe one one midnight when I'm like, man, I want to I wanna play a game right now. Dude, we're going to do it. it was, it's, a, it's a lot of fun. It didn't. It, it felt grindy, but not too grindy. And they have like free. When we were playing it, it was like a free dungeon weekend. So all the dungeons were. We just like played a bunch of dungeons. We were able to grind them. Uh oh. We lost to Mashif. Uh, I've been decapitated. <laughs> but hold on. This will be a good test. Let's see how well my... The darkness. Hey, it works. Oh, well, oh, hold on. Hold on, Jimmy disappeared. It's that house payment. House payment got him. Questionable Ginger was like, you spent the money on what? And then he was gone. There we go. I'm back. Am I here? Yeah, I'm here. I think I'm here. Yes, I can see you. Okay. 
We lost Mashif. What happened, buddy? If he comes back, I can... But no, that's good, because I wanted to uh, test my different scene uh, views. So... I'm one of those guys that kind of feels like I need to play the other ones first, though. But that's not true of, like... I guess, like, you don't have to go play every Zelda game to appreciate the new Zelda game, so... You don't. Is there is there any type of continuous plot or any... Am I going to be missing any, like, essential lore or anything by... Is there, I mean, does the, the game even have lore? I guess I should. Dark Souls has a ton of lore, but yeah. it's the type of lore that you have to like search for yourself. Because it's like all the items have lore. So like every time you pick up an item, you can read the description and it tells you stuff. But okay. as for storyline, I think it's all like general. You're you're like the guy that's gonna go kill these bosses and then do the thing to like save something. Okay. I remember like watching a video about the lore for Dark Souls 3 and that was basically it. There was it was there was some depth to it, but essentially it was, yeah, you're the guy, you're gonna go kill these guys and then do a thing. You're the guy, go kill the guys and do the thing. Basically yes. Alright. I'm gonna fix you a bit. You're a little small now. This view is not as optimized for whatever reason. There we go. That's better. Yeah, and then I would just say like with Dark Souls one and two at the time, they were probably really good, but uh, the general opinion, like right now, is a lot of them were difficult. Not because the game, not because it was a hard game, but because the mechanics were hard. Just because like stuff wouldn't work, like sometimes. Okay, I'm gonna send Mashif a message real quick. I didn't know if he had a Sheaf's beef or anything. Uh, we never. Yeah, he said he wanted to do one live. Yeah, and he fell off the planet. I don't see him in chat either, so I'm, gonna, I'm sending him... I'm a fucking idiot. <laughs> That's oh, no. his response. Do you need another invite? I think we are ready for the Sheaf's Beef. Like, it it was funny. I remember watching a, a Dark Souls speedrun. Yeah. And then the entire speedrun got ruined. Because there was a, a boss that you fight, and in the room there's pockets of lava on the ground. And where the where the the speedrunner stood was a spot that was clearly on land, but under it was lava. And the game decided, yeah, that lava, the collision box extends above where you're standing, so you die. Damn. See stuff like that, yeah. It's like if you're gonna remaster. Oh, if you're gonna remaster the game, that's probably something you should fix. True. Yeah. The the I and that's one thing Gator Pete always emphasizes. Like, it's not it's it's artificially difficult because mm -hmm. you have to learn all that stuff the hard way and work around a bunch of shitty glitches and mechanics and stuff. But DS fanboys don't want anything messed with... Don't want anyone messing with their baby. That... I mean... Uh, I get it. And I, I see the argument because sometimes it, it it is a valid argument. A good example is uh, Quake 3. Um, Quake 3, the physics engine in that game is all kinds of broken and exploitable. But... 
it was broken and exploitable in a fun and interesting way that made things possible. Like, there's an entire genre. If you go on YouTube and you Google Quake 3 trick jumps, like, there's whole videos of people doing these insane, like, trick jumps. The, the people who made the game never anticipated that those were possible. But people just found ways to exploit the mechanics in the physics engine. You know, like bunny hopping and speed jumping and... Uh, like, there's these special jumps where if you hit the ground just right, you'll bounce. But, like, it's this, like there's all kinds of crazy fucked up physics in that game. And they left them because, like... And because they left them, people have been able to, like, explore that even further and just, like, find all these crazy ways to take advantage of the guns and the mechanics and the physics and all that stuff mm-hmm. it, it's like the the doom speed run people notice like hey these ge- this these parts of the geometry interact really weird if you jump on them like you gain like a bunch of momentum right and what people did was they they found the same the same geometry at the beginning of the first mission so that if you went to this one spot at, like right at the beginning of mission one and you jumped at the correct spot you'd hit the odd you basically hit the odd geometry, jump up with a bit of momentum, hit another weird geometry spot, and it would fling you across yeah. the entire map. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You would go out of bounds, you would walk back into bounds, and then be done with the mission in like four seconds. So yeah, at that point, the argument becomes, is that a part of the game now? Or should the developers fix that because it's a bug? So like, I can, I can kind of relate to the Dark Souls community, like... The game is what it is, and they there's certain things that they found that, like, oh, you know, they've learned the bugs, they've learned the exploits, they've learned the shortcuts. And so, if they come out the remastered version and they fix all that, you're going to piss off a lot of the hardcore fans that expect certain things to be certain ways. And that's exactly a bad... So, a good example of that uh, is Quake 4. So, in Quake 4... They fixed a lot of the mechanics from Quake 3 as far as, like, rocket jumping and speed. You could still do it, but it was, like, way different. Uh, Bunny hopping was different. Like, the physics, like, a lot of stuff just did not feel the same. So Quake 4's multiplayer, like, died immediately. I don't know if you guys knew this, but Quake 4 had a multiplayer. No one fucking played it because it was inferior to Quake 3 because Quake 3 was such a, like, had been... People had been playing for so long and they'd mastered all these skills. And then Quake 4 was like, no, cool, we did this. And they finally learned their lesson, and now uh, Quake Champions has actually re—they've embraced a lot of those original mechanics, and they did it in a smart way. What they basically did was a lot of those mechanics that were in Quake Three, they have assigned to different characters. So, like for example, they did tone down the bunny hopping, but there's one character who doesn't lose any speed from bunny hopping, just like in the original Quake 3. So if you want that mechanic, you can play as that character and still have the ability to just fly around the map really fast, but there's trade-offs. He has, like, way less health than the other characters. So they found fun ways to, like, incorporate those original mechanics, but also, like, kind of do it in a modern way where different characters have different skills and mechanics and stuff. So, which I, I thought was kind of cool. I, I don't know. I like Quake Champions. A lot of people don't seem to agree with me, but I think it's a good game. And then a good it needs more maps. A good counter argument that I saw about the difficulty of the original Dark Souls. You can break the game purely unintentionally because there's a weapon you can get it's as a drop just by chance. 
that does a ton of damage, and just by upgrading it, the damage, like, scaling on it was stupidly strong. Yeah. So you would just three-shot bosses, and it would make the game extremely easy. So it's like, why keep that in? And then still, like, say that it's, like, this ultra-difficult game. But that's still something that has to be learned and exploited, though. Right? Like... Yeah, but when I saw it, it was... When you think of exploit, you think of people purposely doing something. When that happened, it was just a random drop, and you're like, oh, cool, this is a cool weapon, I like it. And then just by playing the game how you normally would and upgrading the weapon, it gets stupidly powerful. Yeah. Because that's just how, like, they balanced it. Which was not well. Hmm. Yeah. I don't know, I feel like we need to get uh, Ring of Favor in here. F-A-V-E-R. We need to get him in here, because I want his opinion. I'm going to have to get him on the podcast. Because uh, he would probably tell me to play the first one, maybe. I don't know. But we need... We I, I need... I need... Because he's a diehard uh, Dark Souls fan. Praise it, because it must be praised! <laughs> I'll never. No one will ever do it justice like he does. He's still on the mend. Uh, I know that podcast he did took a lot out of him. But uh, by the way, we got a we got a little a host earlier from Lullable. I, I did see that pop up. Thank you so much. Welcome mm-hmm. anyone who came from Lullable's uh, channel. We were we were talking about the uh, Dark Souls remaster and whether or not I've never played a Dark Souls game, so I'm trying to decide if I should start with the remaster. And so far. Uh, two people have told me no. So everyone just says no. Just play Dark Souls three or play uh, Bloodborne. I see. I I would play Bud Bloodborne, but I did. Did they make a Bloodborne? Like, did they remaster it for PS four or anything? I don't think so. I do not. My PS three only works like half of the time. So if there's a Bloodborne for PS four. I might be down to play that. It is for PS4. Oh, it's a PS4 exclusive. What am I thinking? Yeah, I was like, wait a minute. I could have swore Why that was... Why did I think that was a PS3 exclusive. game? Did that come out, like, in the early days of PS4? I think it did. That was, like, one of, like... Did it come out for PS3 on. as well, though? I don't think so. What am I thinking of? There was a game that came out for PS3 and then got re-released on PS4. I, I don't know why I thought that was Bloodborne. It was early PS4. Okay, I'm an idiot. I'm sorry, guys. Don't pay attention to this old man. Yeah, it was like the killer app you were buying the PlayStation 4 for. I bought I bought a PlayStation 4 because I needed a blue uh, a Blu-ray player. So it's cheaper (laughs) cheaper than an actual Blu-ray player. No, honestly, like my PS3 was because my parents went through three uh blu-ray players in the time that my my ps3 outlived like three or four of their blu-ray players like it's it was a solid piece of hardware so when ps4 came out i was like yeah this is gonna be my media like it does everything you know it's got all the the apps that i use like netflix and hbo and and it's got the blu-ray player and i might buy a game or two like i've never been a console like Okay, I take that back. I started, like, obviously with Nintendo and Super Nintendo. As soon as I bought my first computer, I almost completely stopped playing console games. I, like, jumped headfirst into PC gaming with, like, Warcraft 2 and uh, Counter-Strike 
1.5 and then 1.6 and so I am really out of the loop on console shit which is another thing that I do not have in common there's a lot there's quite a few DLC members who play a lot of PlayStation exclusives yeah Detroit become human yeah I watched uh, most of the Lux stream of that I think that's a game that I could get Lady Navio to sit down and play through with me. Uh, it's very cinematic. She would probably like it, yeah. Yeah. So I'm going to... Because I know a lot of people that didn't like it, their main criticism was, it's not a game. It's basically like an interactive movie. And it's like, well, you're still playing it and enjoying the story, aren't you? Yeah, that's kind of like the point. <laughs> like, it's still entertainment. Right. And I really like how they... Uh, uh i like the mechanic they use as far as like pathing i like that you know as soon as you complete a section of the story like what you the parts you missed yeah because it's like it, it like it's like do 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 and it shows you your entire storyline and it's like here's the stuff you didn't do and it like branches those paths yeah yeah and it's really nice and i like how in that in in detroit you're the choices you make actually have consequences later in the game right because it was cool because i watched two playthroughs so this might be a spoiler if you don't want to hear this guys this is a spoiler for detroit become human if you didn't watch the thousands of streams that happened over the past week where it was there's a character you can convert towards the middle of the game at a warehouse and if you convert him he's gonna help you later on and the way he helps you is at you never see him after that point and later in the game you come to a decision where you, you can choose to sacrifice your character to basically like promote that androids like should become free and he'll get shot and if you decided to save that character he shows up to save you but in return he dies but if you didn't save him then your main character dies and that's the end of his story wow thanks for spoiling it asshole nice <laughs> you warned us you warned us I did because uh, that that is like the middle of the game. Like you don't even like if he dies there, you do miss like his the entire like rest of the game. That whole his... that whole story arc is just yeah. done. Your choices actually matter a lot. That's cool. Well, okay, I guess I don't need to play that game. Thanks. He said, "Spoiler: Take your headphones off, asshole." By and the way, Masheed, um, Masheed, Masheed, are you, oh wait, go, Jimmy. Are you done being on uh, the podcast? You you don't want to come back? We can bring you back on if you want. Were you gonna do a Sheaf's beef? Anyway, finish, James. And Masheef, this is well. I spoiled a ending. There's a lot, and that's like a bad ending that you probably don't get unless you like do it un, un- like intentionally. Because a lot of people do save the dude. Just because they're like, I'm the good guy and I want to like save all the people. So you save them anyway. Yeah. Because I saw someone do like, like a, no, I'm evil. I'm not going to like save anyone. And it, it's, it's, it's like gross. Like it doesn't like watching someone do that. It, I didn't like it. I couldn't sit there and like watch it. It felt like sickening to like let this happen just because of how they like made the game. Yeah, some of that, some of the stuff was pretty gnarly, man. Like, I, I the the whole controversial like father daughter story arc where the android takes the daughter away, mm-hmm. pretty early on. That some of that was pretty intense. I feel like that could trigger some people. <laughs> yeah, like I don't even have to spoil it. I can just say what leads up to it because yeah. it is the beginning of the game. It's you get the you get the message, 
the the father tells you stay here don't move and if you stay there and don't move and you let the father go upstairs to the daughter and you don't do anything something bad happens and it's awful yeah what some people wanted to do that evil playthrough and i got to say i don't think it's worth it you're like yeah i feel kind of dirty i think i'm going to go take a shower now mhm yeah Game's getting too real, starting to feel bad. Yeah, especially with how good it looked. Especially did they did you the the guy that makes those games, he I don't know why he likes to do that. He does use like real like people yeah. like in the game. Right. So it, it does kind of like kind of make you uneasy too if you do know those actors like in real life. Yeah. All right, uh we'll be right back. I'm going to bring Mashif back on for some Sheaf's beef. Tell all your friends Hide your kids, hide your wife. If you've been waiting for Sheaf's Beef, you better get on in here. It's probably one of the best parts of this podcast. I wish I could take credit for it, but uh, I don't know if he has a pre-recorded one. I think he's got something live prepared. So uh, I'll be right back. We're going to bring him on in here in a second. Sheaf, did you see that on the stream? Sorry about that. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, the shirt is an awful chroma color. I blame him for that. And I switched scenes too too soon, so... That was my bad. We're back. All right. So the reason why I dipped out, it wasn't the router. I accidentally went into big picture mode while I was looking at the Steam store and shut down in big picture mode. <laughs> doesn't, doesn't shut down big picture mode. Oh, yeah. It gives you, it pulls up the screen with multiple options. Fucking piece of shit. You, I don't know. I don't you, know you why chose they, the shutdown computer option. Go to the very bottom. That's close. <laughs> I don't know who was in charge Shut of that. Down. But putting a big power button in the top right corner that actually shuts down the PC wasn't that smart to do. No, <laughs> but it pulls up the menu. It's awful. It's all bad. <laughs> I blame you. Because when you're not thinking about it, you just, oh, yeah, I'm going to close big picture. And then, oh, wait, my PC's shutting down. Why? <laughs> thing is going down. But you have to admit, it's super convenient when you're in your living room. That That's why. That's why I assumed they did that. Yeah. Because I use it when I before I got my Steam Link and I had my uh, laptop hooked up in my living room to play games on. I could just be like, shut down computer and I could be done. Mm-hmm. And Steam Link, you can do it, too. Uh you can actually like straight up shut your computer down from your Steam Link. Yeah. And if you have Wake on LAN set up, you can actually boot your computer up from Steam Link if you know how to set it up right. Well, that's cool. So there, that's a thing. But so it does have its merits. But I can see how it could. Yeah, it's not. <laughs> when you're when you're going, God damn it! I didn't mean to open this fucking thing, and then you immediately go to close it. Hey, that's it. better. Huh. It's not perfectly centered. I can't do the beef. Sorry. All right. Do you have a content to, for me to pull up? Do you have a link or anything? Or is this just a rant? No, it's just a rant. All right. I've, we'll been, just, I've been so busy with work. There's no way. We'll, we'll do, rant away. We're, we're, we'll just stay in uh, all chat mode then. Okay. This is Sheaf's Beef. Here, we at least show the icon for a second here. What? Okay. There, you have it, right? Uh, yeah, there it is. Okay. It's Sheaf's Beef, it's Sheaf's Beef. You you need to contact uh, uh, Swa about writing you a Sheaf's Beef exclusive track. 
I need to get that sweater. I need that. <laughs> Dude, you need to wear it during the Chiefs Beef segment. What are you doing with your life? It's under 30 bucks. I'm hoping to win it on uh, uh, Gator Pete's 30 on stupid shit under $30. Yeah. Oh, you put it on there? <laughs> oh, yeah. It's like right away. That's a good one. Yeah, by the way, DLC member uh, Gator Pete, if he's still here, we'll do a little shout out to him. He's doing a really cool contest called, uh, what is it called? Stupid Shit Under 30. Stupid Shit Under 30. He has a channel on his Discord where you can propose stupid shit that, that people can win that are that's under 30 bucks on Amazon.com. And uh, the so he's going to do a raffle, and the winner is basically going to get one of those items. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's a fun idea. He's, he's probably, he's, he's, did he say he's going to do a few winners? I don't remember. What um, said, I don't know. I think we're all going to vote on it, and then we're going to see because he's got a. We're going to vote. He's going to buy it, and then he's going to ship it out. Yeah. So. Um, also, speaking of giveaways, uh, we, and when I say we, I mean James and I. I did a. By I, James, I, he means just me. <laughs> hey, wait a minute. <laughs> we're both invested. Uh, we both fronted like 50, 60 bucks to do a pretty gnarly giveaway. We're giving away. Uh, a uh, $50 Amazon gift card, $50 Steam gift card, and a $10 Steam game. So th- there's a total of $110 on the line uh, in prizes, cash money. So, And first place actually gets the choice of Amazon or Steam if you'd prefer to get S- Steam gift card instead. But you can buy a Steam gift card on Amazon, so it really doesn't matter that much. Um but yeah, so first place Amazon gift card, second place Steam gift card, third place uh, Steam game. So yeah, we're trying to promote our channels and promote the uh, podcast and stuff. So make sure you go and you click a couple buttons and you try and win some shit. And tell all your friends so you get one entry for every friend you tell and there's no limit. So go spam it on some giveaway forums or some shit. Who cares? Just get some free entries. Just dump it in Cheap Shark <laughs> all day. <laughs> there you go. All right. It is time for what at least two of you in chat have been waiting for. (laughs) (laughs) Sheaf, bring the beef. Ones of people. Okay, this week on Sheaf's Beef, we're talking about something that is starting to see a little bit more controversy, something that uh, people are getting around more. Uh, The Twitch booby streamers, or I don't want to say the word. I don't know if I can say the word. Can I say the word? Well, as long as you're not calling them that, I'm pretty sure okay. you can talk T-O-S. about the word. Yeah, okay, so T-O-S. the word is Twitch Thoughts. Right. Okay, so it's the, if you guys don't know, there's a bunch of, if you didn't know, uh, wink, wink, there's a bunch of booby streamers on Twitch that they, the, the real content isn't what they're doing or or what they're saying or anything like that. It's it's just them in wearing revealing clothing, doing basically nothing. Uh, there's a streamer that was featured on PewDiePie's latest video, not his latest video, this is like two weeks old, but she was featured and, and he's doing some Toby eye tracking. So he's like, try not to look at the booby streamer. Uh, and, uh, he called her a Twitch thought and really there's a whole section just for that on Twitch and it's time to just, let's put a stop to this shit. Well, that's why they changed the, uh, terms of service that was one of the reasons they said that they were changing the terms of service was to hopefully combat some of that 
Yeah, but they don't. They don't. Uh, if you're a partner, if you're an affiliate, if you just are on the way up, guess what? They're not going to enforce those fucking rules. You think so? I think so. Because you see it all the time. I mean, the one that he was talking about, she does nothing but that. Or there's the uh, the, the half naked body painters and stuff like that. So now you see body painters. I can get behind. That, that, I mean, that, the other one. You can get behind one, James. You can that, get behind. That's them. an art. I you can make that that argument, but we all know what people are there watching for. So it's funny because there's actually quite a bit of there's been quite a bit of con, uh, conversation in DLC about this. And it, there's actually some people on both sides of the fence because there's always the argument of like we're adults who cares and it's an 18 plus if so, if some kid is going and clicking 18 plus sure i want like if it, i mean that's the, that's, that's not, on them that's not what's happening though it's not a bunch of 32 year old i mean okay maybe it is but it's mostly like little kids trying to get their ding-dongs off on the twitch yeah but okay i'm gonna play devil's advocate in this one and i'm gonna say you as a father would you rather they have because if it, if it's not that dude, it's the Victoria's Secret catalog. It's the it and and if there's so many darker places that they could end up on the internet. Sure. If if the worst that they do is go watch some chick with a low cut shirt on <laughs> Twitch, like really like that, I I, I don't know like. I'd rather them be there than on the dark web or, or like, you know, trading thumb drives with who knows what on them. Like, at least it's out in the open. I, I don't know. Yeah, at least, yeah, at least they're not in, they're not over in 4chan B. Like, there's, there's much worse places they could be. You so. can, you can make that argument that it's the lesser of two evils, but one of them is still evil, right? Like, mm-hmm. it's, it's it's not good content. It just isn't. We all know it's not good content. It is what it is, but it's not good. See, the the argument I would usually see is that a lot of people want it gone because they don't want that kind of association with Twitch. I because could it, see it, that. It was funny. I remember, I forgot which IRL streamer I was watching, but he was out in Taiwan. And someone asked, like, oh, what is this? What are you doing? He's like, oh, I sh- live stream to a website called Twitch. And he's like, oh, the cam girl site. Because it was a little <laughs> kid that had only ever had that association with Twitch. And other people, like, they don't want that kind of association coming mm-hmm. up. Because it already sounds kind of odd when you say, oh, what do you do for a living? Well, I stream myself. And they're like, oh, you're an adult entertainment. I don't need to know more. It's like, no, 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 no. Play video games. And they're like, oh, that's. It's not like that. You're one rung up the ladder, sir. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. So that's the first beef. The second beef, and this is a big one too, that people who watch and donate to the booby streamers. <laughs> that makes this one tough because these guys or girls or whoever the fuck these people are watching this stuff are in there and there's an audience and there's a demand. So, I mean, is the, is the streamer that's just, you know, working with what they got and that's just capitalism, baby. Yeah. Is that, is that such a bad thing that there's a, there's a market and they're trying to fill that, that supply and demand chain. Uh, so I, I think the viewers are just as bad too. Let's not judge too harshly. here. <laughs> Gator Pete has given thousands of dollars to, uh, hold on. Some spandex. 
now i mean okay so that that's a problem too because it's like there is porn on the internet guys like you don't have to come to twitch for that stuff like it just doesn't make any sense st peach owns a few house payments <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah huge tracks of the men I'm, I'm assuming Miss uh, Alligator Pete is asleep or not on the computer right now. <laughs> <laughs> like, um, I, like, I think they're almost worse. Because then when you go into those streams, and then what they do is they, they filter out, right? They, they find other female streamers, and they expect the same thing from every female streamer, not just the, the booby streamer they think all female streamers are like that and that's fucking annoying too because they you could be having a good time and watching a stream and it just ground to a halt because some guy with his ding dong out is trying to trying to get some action on twitch the victimless crime (laughs) uh no it's like the definition of a victim crime (laughs) yeah i think i think a good example of that was when i remember like maybe a month or two ago I, w- I saw some tweets on Twitter where it's essentially some streamers like were getting messaged like through Discord and then they blocked them like after. But it's like sometimes the viewers like start making this type of like relationship that doesn't like exist in reality that exists oh, in yeah. their heads. Like I've given you this money. So now we're invested in each other when it's a one way street type thing like entertainer consumer. But a lot of these consumers, they see it more like I'm paying you money and now I expect something of you like when I show up. And then that's when it gets really weird. Yeah, there's a quid pro quo on Twitch. Isn't that kind of their problem, though? Like that's I mean, that's exactly what I mean. I hate to draw parallels, but let's talk about strippers. Their Mm -hmm. job is basically to make you believe that you have a chance of going home with her later. Like yes. that's you literally what their job. I mean, this is the same. they're doing the same thing on Twitch. They just can only show so much skin. I, I think the issue comes from like what Mashif said when they go to other female streamers and do the same thing because there are the female streamers that are on that hustle. They know what they're doing. It's like I forget who, but the whole I forget who did it. I know she like I remember her specifically because her her logo was her name, but her done assets. in the same. No, her logo was her name, but it was in the same font as Brazzers. So that's why I remember it. (laughs) Nice. But that entire thing is a personality she made up because she knows that really well, like how to get these people to give her money. But then it's when you have someone with that like mindset and then they go into a different female streamer stream and expect like the same type of stuff and then they become toxic about it. So... So I, for, sorry, go ahead, Mashif. No, I was gonna. I was gonna. Never mind. Go ahead. No, was that was that it? Was there more to the second one? Was there? No, no. I want. I wanted to hear what you guys had to say. And what, yeah. What and so far, chat's kind of split. I think uh, Gator Pete is very adamant that it's okay on both sides. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, an interesting person to bring in on this conversation, and I'm making notes here because I there's stuff that I want to ask Favor and other people. So, in this case. It's funny because I don't want to call her out too much, but uh, Sammy, 
I'm a samurai, a good friend of ours. Uh, Are you calling her the thought? No. <laughs> God damn it, dude. How dare you? Clipped. Going to send that uh, right now. She actually has admitted that her guilty pleasure. She, there's a couple what you would call titty streamers that she is a fan of and watches on a pretty regular basis. <laughs> There's been a couple people in DLC who admit that they have like girls in this category that they thoroughly enjoy watching, uh, and they see nothing wrong with it. And so I like I don't know like that's kind of why I was playing Devil's Advocate because I mean I mean if if adults enjoy it. And if, if Twitch is going to say that they're going to open up their content to IRL and whatever, it's going to be a gray line. There's no way you're going to be able to stop all of it. I agree that some of the really nasty stuff as far as like dudes expecting something for paying for it, that is that is inappropriate. Clearly, that should not happen on this platform. If But that being said, uh, the Luck Charm was telling us about apparently there's another streaming site that is going to be gameish centric, but it is going to specifically allow. It's going to be targeted at like mature content, gaming content, streaming content, like, and and hopefully that might entice some of these people away from Twitch. Maybe not Mixer. I forget what it was called. I'll have to ask Luck Charm. But she said there's like a specific like so, there's someone had Dixert. <laughs> <laughs> Plex Storm is that is that the one is that the real name of it? Everyone go Google it. I'm not gonna do it. No, I'm good. Trickster. Trickster. <laughs> Let's come up with a name. <laughs> if it's not out there already, we'll make it. Okay, um, so I've got I've got the answer. If you guys want to know which one's the beefier, I so in my opinion, the beefier, the bigger problem is probably the second one, only because it it leaks out into other channels like you said it affects girl streamers who have zero interest in doing that if it was just those communities and they were self-contained and they were like doing their own shit off in the corner of twitch that'd be fine but when those donators go to other female streams and expect the same content and the same treatment so you, there has to be some type of consistency there. So I would honestly say the second one's a bigger problem. The first one, people, some people love it. Some people hate it. Some people complain about it. I've heard men and women, gay or straight, on both sides of the aisle. So that one, eh, whatever. But the second one, I think the, the expectation of females on Twitch is the bigger problem. Mm-hmm. Well, you're right, Jimmy. Yeah! <laughs> they're obviously way worse. They're they're the beefiest. They're both really fucking close to each other, though. Let's let's be honest here. The, yeah, it, it's like who do you blame? The supplier, yeah, the demand. The, is it the drug dealer or the druggie that you hate, right? But there there's a there's good and bad. I think that uh, I think that the the streamers, the booby streamers that act like they're not booby streamers, are a problem. If you just own it, fine. Go ahead. That's fine. And if you're a viewer that watches it and you just own it, that's cool too. But don't pretend like it's something that it's not. We're all, we, we all see what you're doing. <laughs> so those are the beefs of the week. I like it. That was, that was a good thought provoking discussion. 
Oh, a thought-provoking discussion. Oh, no! <laughs> Provoking thoughts, Jimmy. That's how you get banned. You, you, guys are, you guys are trying to get me banned with all this shit, man. Uh, yeah, so uh, Lakill JC stream next week. Uh, I'm gonna superimpose uh, half dirty, half window open bedrooms for me and Mashif, so James feels like he fits in more. <laughs> it's not even that. That's full open, actually. It'd be unbearably hot in here if that window. I'm gonna make him turn his down. camera off, and I'm gonna screenshot his background and put it for all of our backgrounds. <laughs> <laughs> I like the random yelling. That's my favorite part. Um, one other topic uh, that I wanted to talk about, Mashif. If you want to drop off, you can. If you want to stick around, you can. I'm gonna bounce. I need beer. Thanks, okay. guys, for the beef. Cool. All right. See you, Mashif. See you in the Bye. chat. Let me switch over. Hey, that was pretty quick. I need to I need to remember to switch to the BRB scene before I do that transition. I think that'll be good to do. Um one more thing I kind of wanted to talk about because it came up uh Lady Navio and I were actually talking about this. Um It's been proposed many times I've seen it. I've seen at least three or four um, comment threads, and maybe you guys can fill me in if you have more uh, details on this. We were sitting at lunch at a spot that we frequent. It's close to where I graduated from college. It's a little like, uh, I guess it's what you would call a gastro pub. It's your typical like microbrewery, but they also serve like uh, food. They serve cheeseburgers chicken strips like pub food basically and it's a really good spot and uh we we were in my hometown which is about an hour and a half two hours from where i I live now we were we were back in my hometown taking care of some business and uh we were having lunch and we were trying to think of like some friends or some people that we could invite or like that we could hit up and invite over to just have a beer and lunch and hang out and chat with and we were realizing that like a good majority of our friends have moved away recently <laughs> like uh, a lot of them you know for, I've had friends move uh, one friend my friend Tony moved to Vegas to work for uh, Tesla uh, I had another friend move to San Jose he's the guy I'm probably going to stay at if I go to TwitchCon uh, another friend moved to Texas another one of my friends is in Bangkok and I like literally no one was in town. And then we were kind of like having a conversation about, you know what? Like other than like our handful of friends that we usually hit up, like we don't have a lot of new friends because <laughs> like life happens and you get busy and you're doing stuff. And it's just like, we haven't just been out to do social things and we're not, we're, we're kind of agnostic as far as religion goes. So we don't have a church social circle, uh, you know, I work for a small software company and I, you know, there's a couple people there that I get along with, but I'm not like super good friends with anyone there. She's going to school online full time. So we're just like, how do you make friends now? Cool. And, uh, you join discord servers. <laughs> and well, and so the point I'm getting to is she said there should be. And you guys are going to know, you can probably finish the statement. Because I've seen many threads about this. Friender! Yeah, there should be a Tinder app to find friends. 
And I was like, you have no many, no idea how many times that that statement has been said by various people. Like, I've seen a number of Reddit threads where it's like, JC Stream, dude, JC Stream, you're on a roll. Everyone's subbed. Drop all those buckets. With all the technology, and people have tried. I've seen a, I've seen a couple of them. I've seen, uh, and some people say, "Oh, just use Meetup or just use." Uh, um, there's that neighbor app or neighborhood or neighbor whatever where you can like verify where you live and like meet people yeah. around you. It's weird. Yeah, she checked it out and she like removed her account almost like within the day. She's like, "This is weird." <laughs> Yeah, when you when you start verifying like your location and stuff, that's when it gets kind of dodgy. Yeah. So, uh, anyone have a good uh, next door is rad? Is that what it's called? Is it next door? Or is it neighbor? Maybe it's next door. Tell me why next door is rad, Mashif, because it felt creepy as fuck. Like we were like realizing it, we it was straight up telling us where people were at, and like there were there was full blown conversations going on. And like some people were just gossiping with each other. <laughs> like it was, it was really strange. I don't know if I want that future. <laughs> I'll send you a thread of these fucking idiots <laughs> that live in B Town. Yeah, I mean, so is there, my first question, is there an actual like Tinder for friends besides Meetup? Besides all the, the ones that people say you can use to find friends. Is there like a straight up just swipe right if this guy looks like a dude you'd want to hang out with? Not not for boning. Not yet. Not, well, that's the problem is like uh, there have been a few in the past and I was, and you read into them and it's like, yeah, half the people on there are just trying to fuck. <laughs> like, you know, yeah. it's that's the problem is you yeah, can't. That, that's an issue with anything like of that nature. At some point, it's going to deviate into... Oh, if you're looking for hookups, there's this app that it's it, it was for this, but now people just use it for that. Yeah. Nuclear Goo has the great solution, the cheapest solution by far. He said if the best way to meet new people is to have a kid, that is some good life planning. <laughs> Not wrong. <laughs> just pop out a few babies. You'll meet people that way. You take them to kindergarten. You meet you meet the other parents. Before you know it, you're having beers in their backyard. So there is an app that I saw that was it's. Uh, speaking of babies, some people treat their fucking dogs like children. There is an oh, app that weird. that is specifically for you create a profile, but it's your profile and your dog's profile with like pictures, descriptions, like personality, and all that stuff. And it, so it's specifically for dog people to meet other dog people. And it has a GPS thing built into it. So like if you go to a dog park, it'll hook you up with other people at the dog park and like add them to your like, oh, you met so-and-so at the dog park last week. So it's it's an app specifically for – and I think, I think that's the key. If you could take that idea – this is what I was thinking. Tell me what you guys think. I'm full of – million dollar ideas tonight if you took that idea but you expanded it to have categories so you made it more general because really where a lot of relationships come from is shared interests which which goes back to your have a kid thing the reason that you end up meeting these people is because you have kids the same age you're going to activities together you're going to school functions together and eventually you just get to know these people 
Um, if you took that idea and you just expanded it a little bit, kind of like Meetup, but simpler. Because Meetup is way too complicated. It needs to be like you choose your category. Just like on Tinder, how you can choose your uh, sexual preference. Like you can say, I'm a guy and I'm looking for girls. It should be, I'm a guy and I'm looking for dog people. Or I'm a guy and I'm looking for musicians. And that way, like, you can at least choose one or two categories so that it'll start matching you up with people with shared interests rather than just being a, like, Meetup is just basically a search engine with a bunch of events and people doing shit. It's not, it, it doesn't let you sit there and, like, swipe through individuals and decide, hey, I want, this guy looks cool. That guy down the street's been playing drums for 10 years. I'd like to meet him. <laughs> James brings a baby. Oh, I can't hear you. So this is my child. There you go. She just wanted to say hi by crying at the door. Nice. Hello. Oh. I like your uh, your top bun going on there. Yeah, her bangs, they, they go right here to her <laughs> nose. But, uh, hi. See if we can... You're not looking at me. Look at me. Yeah, she's not. Look oh, this way. Hi. You see that? I don't think she quite understands. But see that? That proves the point. Kids bring people together because they're like, who is this? So the moral of the story is continue to. Hi. There you go. I got a hi. Mm-hmm. The moral of the story is continue to overpopulate the world so we can be friends. There you go. <laughs> do something entertain us she's not a dancing monkey <laughs> dance monkey dance <laughs> stop grabbing the mic that's precision equipment <sighs> how old is she less than a year and she she look at the look at this baby she's an absolute unit huge yeah some meat on those bones Hey, I don't think grab just the seeing her hair in is entertaining enough. Yeah, that's some that's some good hair. He said he said less than a year. So is that a niece? Is that a yeah? This is my niece. Okay. By the way, for those who don't know, when James isn't at school, he's a freeloader. Uh, yeah, he goes home and lives with the fam. I do. So that's all, all eight of them. That's, uh, yeah. No comment. <laughs> it's a very large family. It's going to make my usual racist comments about that, but I'll hold my tongue. <laughs> Are you guys Catholic? That would be the, the trifecta. Yes. There and you no. Grandpa grandparents go to church. Parents, not so much. <laughs> but still, what? like, we believe in the Lord. We just don't go to church. A large Hispanic Catholic family. Never seen. Yeah, we're, we're checking off all those all those tick boxes. <laughs> I was Mormon, so I, I I I got out I got out without an, an eight siblings though. We, we had a small Mormon family, which is super rare. Mm -hmm. I plan to have two because growing up with five, it's not fun. Neither is raising six. Yeah. 
Once you pass two, though, it really just becomes like that's when you switch from man to man coverage to zone defense. So like after two, like once you hit three, it's really just all like kind of whatever after that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, two is a good number because then you could do like, especially like two. I, in my opinion, my arrangement was perfect because I it was me, uh, and I had an older sister. She was three years older than me. Oh, three, so was mine. Three years is solid because when I was a freshman in high school, she was a senior. So we got to have a, a little taste of the high school experience together, but I wasn't like constantly living in her shadows. So like we had a little bit of time where it was fun because like a lot of her senior friends, like there was actually a lot of people my age that had siblings that were seniors so there was kind of this camaraderie between like the freshmen and the seniors because we all shared a lot of siblings and friends and stuff and there was that one year where we were all there together and then all of our older siblings left and we got to like we didn't have to live in in our our sibling shadows for the rest of high school Hmm. see it's funny you say that because it was the same deal with my older sister and I remember I was talking to her at the bus stop. And then when the bus came, I go to my seat and I, my usual friends are there that I see that take the bus. And one of them, my friend Jessica, she was like, oh, who's that cute girl you're talking to? And I was like, that's my sister. <laughs> and then they were like, wait, you guys are related? Because we, especially like going into high school, we did not look alike. I yeah. look the least similar to all of my siblings. Like if you look at this one, she... She's very light-skinned, yeah. like me. Everyone else is dark. Oh, really? Yes. Uh. Hashtag never tan. Yeah. So anyway, that's my uh, going back to what I was talking about before he distracted us all with Babyface. Uh, can you dox her? What's her name? Hmm? This is Aaliyah. Aaliyah. Thanks and welcome to the stream, Aaliyah. As soon as you're old enough to talk, we'll have you on to answer some questions, and uh, I'll pay you in uh, in rice cakes and snacks. Oh yeah, that's what she eats. I mean, she <laughs> she talks now. Yeah, I can't understand her, but she speaks. Well, once she can recite the Jabberwocky, we'll talk. It's my favorite <laughs> my favorite poem. Give her Jimmy Bucks. Does she take ducats? Of course. Drop the butts. As long as she can eat them. <laughs> can I eat ducats? Um, so yeah, that's my million dollar idea. All you got to do is add categories and make it if so if you can like choose like two or three categories at the most, make it real simple. So instead of like male seeking male, it'd be male seeking dog people, male seeking musicians, male seeking uh Warhammer 40,000 people. Yeah, you know, like make it really simple where it's just a couple categories. Uh, and then not even it, that you could just do tags. No tags is even, like, I want it to be so simple that it's just like, what are the three thi- What are the three interests you have and in people you want to meet? Like those, I think that's where the friendship part comes from is having the shared interests. And I think that's why I like the dog app works. Uh, yeah, you both have dogs, you both have time to take them on walks. Why don't you do that together? But every, other than that, it should be the simple swipe right mechanic. None of the, like Meetup, I, I've tried using Meetup, and I don't like it. I don't like how it like blasts your email, and it's like, hey, they're having a Meetup this week. And then like 
I don't like the ecosystem on Meetup. It needs to be real simple, just like, hey, this guy looks cool, and he owns a chocolate lab. He lives three houses down. Swipe right. You know, like, something like that. It's got to be category-driven, interest-driven. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because I know it's funny. I remember my senior year, I was like, who are my friends, and who do I just know because we go to the same school? Right. Yeah, if you... I mean, eventually those people drop off unless you actually have, like, a passion, like, a shared interest in something. Mm-hmm. My meetups all go to the same folder, so even though I'm getting blasted, they are all in the same spot. Yeah, but then how do you, like, sift through those? Like, as soon as you join – the problem with meetup is as soon as you join more than one group, you're already getting way too many emails. <laughs> so, like, it, like, if you have two or three different interests – like, I, I joined a hiking group. And then I joined a shared workspace group, and then I sh- I joined one other one, and there's constantly just like, hey, we're having a we're having an open house wine thing at the shared workspace, uh, can you be there? And then hey, we're going on a hike here, or can you be there? And it's just like, they but they like for one event they're like sending out emails like every day reminding you like because they have control over. I guess I don't know how the back end of Meetup works, but I get blasted way too much by the groups that I'm a part of to the point where I just stop paying attention. Mm-hmm. And then if you do meet people like in that, you're probably not going to like all of them. And then if they're always going to be there, it's going to be kind of awkward, right? And that that's and then, why that's why people want the whole Tinder thing because it's individual based. It's not group based. Mm-hmm. I was the head of a meetup group. It's awkward as fuck. Yeah. Like, like, I think I remember a a popular Ask Reddit thread was, how does an adult make friends? It's a a real issue today, apparently. Like, unless you're... I don't know. It's like a... I remember this comic. It was like, my adult friends, a computer paired us up as roommates in college. Because it's like, those kind of connections that you make really keep on later on and then usually everyone else kind of fades off yep yeah i think i i, th- I think i talked to you more than half of my like friends <laughs> from high school and so like there's yeah. a couple friends that i call on a regular basis i have like two or three friends that i communicate very regularly with um that i've been friends with for most of my life but as far as making new friends, it's a challenge. And I think, uh, you know, there, yeah, there, there's definitely technology that could fill that gap and no one's done it the right way yet. And I, and I think a big portion of that is at what other times in your life do you spend that much time with people? Because like apart from work, which is usually like that nine to five grind, you're not really hanging around with the same group of people like every day, five days a week. Right. But there are those times like today when we were sitting there eating lunch and we were trying to find anyone to just come hang out and just like I, I we texted Mashif <laughs> like he was one of the we were we were racking our brains like who could we invite over like if there was an app where we could be like oh look there's these three people are you know in Bakersfield and they're all interested in uh, you know cats or computer science or music or whatever the fuck like let's invite them over to have lunch with us like there's nothing like that 90% of human relationship is proximity I agree 
So let's let's broaden the. So all I'm saying is create an app that makes my proximity slightly larger. Right. That's all Tinder does. Right. It just, all all Tinder does is make you fat. It makes you instead of being in that club. I'm in this club, but everyone in the clubs around me knows that I'm in that club because it's proximity based. Mm -hmm. There are pills that make your proximity larger. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, if there was a if there was an app that we could have pulled up and just been like, hey, these three people are within, you know, they're in this neighborhood, says they're within 10 miles and they like X, Y, and Z. Let's invite them over to lunch. Mm. Like, that would be awesome. Maybe I'll make yeah, cause, it, I'll cause make it I myself. Because I think apart from like your job, the only time you really meet people that become your friends is through hobbies. But if your hobby is singular, then that doesn't work out either. Yeah. Because it, it's funny. I know a lot of my friends I have on Discord... And I can call them my friends just because I talk to them like every day. But it's that's different than someone you actually know and can like call up and go somewhere like like the park or actually go like someplace physical. Right. We gotta solve this problem, guys. It's time. Time for the social revolution. Facebook is broken and nobody wants to use it anymore and it's garbage. So, someone make an app that doesn't suck for socializing. That is my challenge to the world. Maybe I'll do it myself when I'm not, when I decide to not be lazy and spend my time on Twitch all day. <laughs> I think that was it. I think that's all that, uh, those are all the topics I, uh, that I had on my docket. Yeah, which is pretty good considering we didn't prepare anything. Yeah. Anymore. That that one actually I just remembered halfway through the podcast. I was like, oh, yeah, we had that whole conversation about friendship apps. We yeah, actually like Googled it too. We, we Googled uh, uh, Tinder for friends and there was a bunch of websites and they all recommended the same shit. They're like, use Meetup, use this, use that. It's just like none of those do what we want them to do. Mm-hmm. Like, if Minion Masters was a physical thing, and then I met Goo, that's far different than how I met Goo now, which is purely, and then we hang out on Discord. Right. Yeah. It's, uh... It's a problem us nerds have, apparently. All those people who don't play video games, maybe they don't have this problem. Maybe they do. <laughs> I'm just ones and zeros. He's not a real person. Oh, no. How many of you are AI being tested by the government? That would be crazy. Imagine not, that, that could be the storyline for a book. You're welcome. A streamer that only streamed to one person, and that person was an AI. See, that's our third million dollar idea tonight. For all I know, everyone here right now is just uh, AI. Like that copy pasta. Which one? It's the uh, the streamer doesn't know, but like everyone in this chat is a bot. Uh, this is just me and my bot account to watch as I post this on my on my other account. Oh, okay. I think I have seen. It. 
trying to think if there was anything else. I think that's it. We uh we did a solid what two and a half hours. Yeah. Nice. I'm proud of us. I'm proud of what we've accomplished here. Podcast number four. Do you like my title, by the way, you guys? Best title ever. Right on time. <laughs> we're, we're so late. I'm sorry. I Like I said, I was in my hometown dealing with some, uh, some personal family business and stuff. So uh, I'll try not to be late. But, you know, life happens. Uh, I should be back tomorrow for Thirsty Thursday, though. I would like to play some more uh, Darwin Project, Rocket League, Duck Game, all the usual stuff we've been doing. Uh, make sure we have our new deals channel. So if there's any super crazy, like, $1 multiplayer game deals, something we can try out on Thursdays, I'm always down to fuck around with some new games. So let's do it. Let's play yeah. some games tomorrow. When the summer sale comes out. Oh, might- Yes take up the reins because now that he's gone I'm going to have to be the one that sorts through those deals and see what what to look for who's gone the man the myth the legend total biscuit oh yeah he did because it's like you don't you don't realize what like you don't realize like the like the hold they had until they're gone so much content I got Oh, absolutely. Yeah, there's there's a void there for sure. He was so genuine too. I love I loved the what the fuck is because he would I kind of structured my shotgun Wednesday after his what the fuck is, to be honest, because I loved that he would boot up the game for the first time and start reviewing it right off the bat. Like, oh, game didn't load the first time. Oh, now it loaded and the music's too loud. Oh, like he would he would kind of like give you the most genuine honest like or or if he had been playing it before he started the review he would he would always tell you that like he'd be like you know I did put in a few hours with this to figure out some of these mechanics blah 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 these are the ones I like these are the ones I don't like but it was always so just like straightforward and genuine and like honest and mm-hmm. I appreciated that so it was good Again, if you haven't seen it, go watch his Space Marine one. The Warhammer Space Marine review he did is he it's it's an I think it's a really good homage to him cuz it just shows how how much he enjoyed what he did and uh it's a, it's a really fun video. So mm-hmm. pour one out again for Total Biscuit. I'm sure uh every time his name is spoken, we will all shed a tear and uh and drop a few lols in chat. So did and you every see somebody, time you see something funny, you'll remember that. Did you see somebody proposed that they do a black and white lol? It for like, like in memoriam. Yeah, that they make the lol black and white for like the rest of the year or something like that. I don't know if it got any traction, but I thought that was kind of a cool idea. Anyway, come back tomorrow, Thirsty Thursday. Oh, and uh, one more time. Tell everybody one more week. The next podcast, one week from now, we will be announcing the winner of the giveaway. I almost said 30. 50 dollar Amazon gift card for first place, 50 dollar Steam gift card for second place, and a 10 dollar Steam game for third place. 
$110 on the line. All you got to do is follow me, follow James, check out his YouTube, check out my Discord, tell some friends. If you already did all those things, all you got to do is click the button and it gives you your entries. It'll just sync up with your Twitch and your YouTube and see that you're already, you've already done it and you'll get your points. So do it. Do it. Get your entries because I'd really rather one of you guys who watches every week to win. Uh, I will be doing a random drawing, and you will notice when you click that link in big-ass red writing, I think a lot of these people who just farm giveaways are not going to catch that. It, you have to be here. So next week, everyone who if everyone who entered showed up, I'm going to have like a 1,000 people on the stream. It's not going to be that much, but... <laughs> Part of the reason I said you should do that is because you, you kind of want to convert some of those people into the into returning viewers. Right. So we got to up our game next week, guys. Uh, all mods on deck. We're going to have some good topics. We're going to have hopefully a solid Sheaf's Beef, maybe some guests, because uh, we, we're probably going to have some new faces here. So let's, uh, let's, let's kill it. Let's do a big giveaway stream and have some fun. But make sure you guys are entered. I really want one of you guys to win personally. If a stranger wins, I'm okay with it. But I'd rather give you guys 50 bucks personally. Because I love you. <laughs> Thank you, guys. Have a good night. And uh, I might stream a little bit more. I'm going to end this stream. But uh, I'm going to go check on Lady Navia, see how she's doing. She wasn't feeling good after the drive home, so... I may or may not be back to play some Wizard of Legend or just kind of hang out and play some games, but uh, we'll see. So let's see who's on. Maybe we can find someone to host and uh, stick around for a second. We might do a raid, but I'm going to throw up the end scene here and have a good night. James, any final words? Uh, no. <laughs> the best final word that wins all arguments. You just, uh, no. Um, yeah, I was, there was something else, but I think, uh, no, uh, no is probably the best ending you could hope for. Uh, no. Good night, everyone. I'm going to go find someone to raid. <laughs>